KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Hey there. You're listening to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that formed and transformed them. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen. And this week on This Song, we'll be hearing from Andrew Savage from the band Parquet Courts. But before we get started... I want to let you know about another podcast that I've been enjoying and that I think you'll really like. It's called Broken Record, and it's a podcast about music from Malcolm Gladwell, Rick Rubin, and Bruce Headlam. It's an interview podcast. They talk to people like Nile Rogers of Chic and Rufus Wainwright. Malcolm Gladwell even interviews Rick Rubin, which is really cool. They also have artists perform their songs live on the show. So if you like hearing musicians talk about music and also playing their music, then you should check out Broken Record. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. And now to Andrew Savage. He's a singer and a songwriter, a guitar player, and an artist for the band Parquet Courts, a band he started with his friend Austin Brown at the beginning of this decade in Denton, Texas, which, as a Texan, makes me proud in a way that Texans get proud about Texas stuff. Like, they're based in New York now, but that does not diminish my pride. And they have become known for making rock music that's experimental, sometimes subversive, sometimes just, you know, weird. Like one of their songs, Dust, which has been in heavy rotation here at KUTX in the past, the radio station where we make this podcast. It's a song about the fact that there's dust everywhere, which is one of those very true things that you don't actually ever want to think about. It always gives me the musical heebie-jeebies, like in a good way. So like, that's the kind of band they are. Their latest record, Wide Awake, came out earlier this year. And on it, the band examines different aspects of this chaotic era we're living in. They came to Austin to play the Austin City Limits Music Festival in October. And I talked to Andrew backstage after the band played. And like here in Austin in October, it is not fall-like. It was very hot that day, and the band had just played outside and the heat, and so I'm very thankful that he took the time to talk to me. And Andrew, well, he told me about a song that really made him feel away, and that he heard in kind of an unexpected, at least to me, venue. The song that I had in mind was, is, Remake Remodel by Roxy Music. First song off the first Roxy Music record, self-titled. Roxy Music is one of my favorite bands. I think that they're really, I mean, a band that a lot of people like, but I think they're kind of unheralded too, to be honest. They deserve the same place, I think, as, uh, you know, Talking Heads, you know, kind of like the, they're like the British kind of equivalent, art rock, you know, they went to art school, 
uh, you know, had this kind of amazing sense of style and fashion, and this, they were just kind of otherworldly, you know. interest in Roxy music kind of begins with karaoke. I love karaoke. It's one of it's a it's a it's it's one of the loves of my life, honestly. Uh, I love singing in front of strangers while drunk. Uh, I love the voyeuristic kind of element to it. The thing that I find appealing about it is well, first it's a it's a pretty judgment-free environment, you know. Nobody really heckles you during a karaoke performance. I mean, I've done it, but I was blasted, and you know, it was it was out of order. But it's a by and large a pretty supportive environment, and it means so many different things to different people. Some people, you know, it's like sometimes you see like three women singing a Britney Spears song from their childhood, and it's a nostalgic thing. But then for some people, karaoke is like a cathartic thing, and you. You get the sense that these are like amazing singers. That this is the only time they go on stage, and uh, and they've got they've got a feeling that they want to get out of their system. They need to sing this song for a reason. And I, I think that's that's kind of amazing. And I think it was probably hearing somebody do "Love Is the Drug" when I realized, you know, I like Roxy music. good karaoke performance can really bring you to the other side on a song that maybe you had a prejudice against or something. And back to the song, can you pinpoint what about that song you found compelling? It's, you know, it's, it's, it's almost, with Remake Remodel, it's almost beyond uh, articulation because it's kind of this primal thing that I get out of it. You know, the same primal reaction I get from like, you know, Louie Louie or, you know, uh, Wasted by Black Flag. Uh, it's very primal and it's also kind of hard for me to divorce from the rest of the album too. So I, 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 one of the reasons I chose it is because it's the first song on the record and I think first songs on albums are important because so, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a sort of introduction to the theme of the record writ large. Uh, but it still is one of my one of my favorite songs and just kind of that energy level that's in that song uh, I've you know tried to replicate with lots of different songs that I write Show me.
think they also don't get their dues and their influence on parquet courts too. Uh, a lot of people kind of assume, you know, that I think we're maybe more interested in like indie rock music, maybe 90s indie rock music, but really a lot of those bands were also just listening to Roxy music. Well, and speaking of parquet courts, it struck me that the one kind of line that I could draw between the song that you chose and the work that you guys have done recently is that the first track on Wide Awake, Total Football, mm-hmm. I feel like that, for me, does the same thing for that whole record, where it's kind of like lets you know what's coming, sets you up, and gets you like... Good. It gets you there. Great. I'm. That's good to hear. it might be too too much to say that maybe you drew that line directly from Roxy Music. Well, maybe not consciously, but I've always thought that the first song in a record should really be an attention getter. And I would, I would like to think that they all are on ours. It should be something that, that uh, instills a sense of curiosity in the listener as to, hey, I want to hear what comes after this. You know, this is great. I, I'm listening now. about the current moment that we live in right now? Well, every Parquet Quartz record, I think, is about the present moment. Um, sometimes that present moment tends to be more involved with us as individuals, but we've often made political and social statements. Uh, Wide Awake certainly wouldn't be the first time, but I suppose one could say that it's the, uh, the most uh, preoccupied we've been with the current, our current external environment. I think that's fair to say. Uh, so at the time that we were writing that record, our lives were wrapped up in kind of these daily political conversations that I'm sure you found yourself in more often than you ever have. I mean, more than any time in my life, I've overheard and engaged in political conversations, which you know, weren't as frequent. So it naturally, that's going to have an effect on the music that we're writing because it was just always kind of on the tip of our tongues. Yeah. For example, the song Violence, that's our way of trying to get to an emotion of mourning, which is a harder thing to achieve as violence becomes more and more commonplace. And it becomes more and more kind of the background of our, our, our daily life. Of the blaze of the trail of tears, issuing overdraft fees from beyond the grave, raising 
it's hard to mourn violence when it's daily. So that's kind of a song where we're allowing ourselves to grieve, you know, as Americans, to grieve for American violence. And, and you know, there's elements of anger and also joy on the record, which I think all of those things are... And it's important that they're all in relatively balanced qualities on this record because for anything to be too gloomy and dour, to be too filled with rage or being too saccharine or Pollyannish, I think would be a disservice. And this is Wide Awake from Parquet Court's latest record of the same name. And, you know, Andrew's right. Like, if you'd asked me to name bands that I thought influenced Parquet Courts, I probably never would have said Roxy Music. But that's because my knowledge of, like, what Roxy Music is is pretty limited, which I found out making this episode. Like, I think of Avalon or more than this, but hearing Remake Remodel? Yeah, I can totally see how they influenced Parquet Courts. And I realize I need to listen to some early Roxy Music. And if you need some help dealing with this current moment that we're in, well, I would highly recommend listening to Parquet Court's Wide Awake. For me, it's been a really cathartic record. You can find a link to their record on the show notes page for this episode at KUTX.org. And they also came into Studio 1A, our gorgeous live performance studio earlier this year. You can find a link to that session on the show notes page as well, along with a Spotify playlist where you can hear all the songs we referenced in this episode all the way through. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of This Song. This Song is a production of KUTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced by Art Levy and me, Elizabeth McQueen. Thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast. And it's true. Our theme song is Mahout by Austin's own Hard Proof. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.